This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Great to have you along for the Friday edition of the Black and Blue Report. That's right. Happy Friday, everybody. Sean Kelly with you from the Smoothie King Center Studios as we embark upon our final podcast of the week for Saints and Pelicans fans. Call it No Appointment Radio. The Black and Blue Report today is a very good one. We've got Kevin Harlan from the uh, NFL on CBS. He'll be calling the Saints-Titans game this weekend. He's our guest today. Steve Holman, the voice of the Atlanta Hawks, also with us to preview tonight's Pelicans-Hawks game here at the Smoothie King Center. And we'll uh, take you back to Tuesday night on the radio when New Orleans' own movie star Anthony Mackie made his NBA play-by-play debut and also told us about his new movies coming out. But a pretty entertaining piece of tape that we want to uh, share with you on this Friday. John DeShazer is embedded right now at the Saints on this Friday, gathering up all the last-minute information as we uh, approach the end of the uh, work week for the Saints. He'll have all of his stuff ready to go for you on NewOrleansSaints.com and your Saints mobile app. That would, of course, include the end-of-the-week injury reports. We'll see how that plays out, not only for the Saints, but for the Titans as well. Although it seems more and more clear now that Mariota is going to be the starting quarterback for Tennessee on Sunday. Kicks at noon, by the way, on CBS. And as uh, we say CBS, that's why Kevin Harlan is with us today. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to get right to our material today and uh, preview not only the basketball game tonight here at Smoothie King Center, but, of course, this Sunday's football game. And we'll do football first with Kevin Harlan next. The Pelicans Pick 6 plan presented by Domino's is the opportunity to pick the games right for you. Ticket packages are the only way to score access to the biggest games, including a matchup against LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Plus, each plan comes with a free Domino's pizza. Six game packages start as low as $54. Call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to score your pick six plan today. From sunup to sundown, there's no end to the great time you'll have at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Join us November 4th through 8th at the Country Club of Jackson for a full course of action. From first class golf, to fan-pleasing fun, and of course, lots of 100% natural chicken. So don't miss a single stroke of excitement at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Visit sandersonfarmschampionship.com for tickets today. Fall is here, which means there's a new purpose to get excited about at Smoothie King. It's time to bundle up against the weather outside and give your immune system a little extra support on the inside. At Smoothie King, we're blending our new Immune Builder smoothies to help you stay strong all season long. Fortify your body with more than 2,000% of your daily vitamin C and all-natural immune supporters like vitamins A and E, zinc, and selenium. Try a mixed berry or orange Immune Builder smoothie today. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. We continue here on this Friday. It's our last day to really get ready for Saints and Titans on Sunday afternoon at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. I think all of us are eagerly awaiting this final injury report this afternoon. It'll probably tell us quite a bit about the last little pieces in our game prep. Certainly one of the guys prepping hard and getting ready for this weekend is 
Kevin Harlan, he'll be calling the game for CBS. We haven't had you in a while, Kevin. Um, welcome back to New Orleans, first of all. Fred's great to, to be here. We love New Orleans. Um, CBS only gets a game or two here a year because we're the AFC Network. And um, the last game I was down there, I hate to say it, Cleveland, uh, and Rob Ryan was the defensive coordinator for the Cleveland Browns, and they beat Drew and the Saints uh, with like some, I think there was a, uh, the punter ran like 60, 70 yards in one play to keep a drive alive or score. Like it was a weird game, like with weird plays, and the Browns beat the Saints that day. I don't know if that'll be the case this weekend. I think the Saints, <laughs> I think the Saints have got a pretty good shot against the Tennessee Titans, who are really struggling to find their identity and find a win. They've lost six straight, so it's going to be a an interesting game from that standpoint to see if the new coach is going to spark Tennessee as they come down to the dome. Yeah, Kevin, what do you know about Mike Malarkey and, 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 and how different will the Titans look in just one week's time? Is that even feasible? Well, I haven't heard what, what the status of the quarterback is. Uh, Mariota was off to a very good start, uh, sprained his knee in MCL, um, but he was practicing this week. And, of course, there's no you know definitive word if he's going to play. Zach Mettenberger, who, of course, is a familiar name down there in Louisiana, um, uh, he has really struggled. He's not won a game as a starter, in fact, uh, in his very short career in the NFL. And he saw some time last year with injuries, and he's seeing some time now, but did not look very good last week against Houston. And um, uh, so I, I'm not I'm not sure what his status is, but I do know they're a better team with him. Their offensive line is not good. They've lost a receiver to an injury, uh, Hunter. Uh, or right, excuse me, right, I think is is gone. So they've they've got some things they got to deal with here, and it's um, it's against a New Orleans team, which I think now has kind of turned the corner, picking up momentum, and uh, I think that is a team to be aware of here in the second half of the year. Certainly, the Saints' offense is not the Drew Brees, Sean Payton offense of a couple of years ago. But Kevin, I know you've been studying film this week and getting ready for the game. What do you see right now here mid-season for the Saints' offense? What style is starting to emerge? Well, I mean, I don't know that, you know, from afar, and, you know, I see him on occasional Monday night when I do radio, um, and uh, and the clips I see during the year um, when they're playing a team that perhaps we're going to do the next week, but not the Saints. I I don't see a great deal different, uh, you know, just different names, but maybe just the same kind of, you know, there was a great comfortable feel when Drew had all the, you know, the Lance Moores, and Colson was a bit younger, and of course, they had uh, Jimmy at the tight end position. There was just such a you – know, everyone kind of knew where they fit and how they maneuvered. And it, the, the momentum that that offense had was just, you know, really fun to watch. I mean, as entertaining as any offense in, in pro football. And then the coach is gone for a year, and, and uh, you know, and then you lose some players, and, and things change a little bit. And I, and I think maybe uh, they have settled on, on, on a somewhat similar um, – and I, I don't know if I've, I've seen him enough that I could say the differences from the past, but not altogether different. I mean, he's back there passing, and they're relying on a trio of running backs, although Robinson we know is gone now. Um, but Hightower comes in, and he'll be an interesting addition, I think. Um, I, I, I see basically from just a pedestrian view from afar – Basically the same kind of stuff, just different names, different yeah. guys. You know, they're trying to get Coleman more involved. Sneed is a new face in there. I mean, so they got in, you know, and Benjamin Watson looks like maybe he's picking up a, 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 a kind of a bigger role. And, and that tight end was pretty important for Drew. And, you know, to try to find what's going to re- replicate what, what, what Jimmy meant to that position is tough. 
So you got to look in other ways. But they spread out the receivers like they always have. Ingram, you know, was wide on several occasions this past weekend. So I, I see basically the same team and the, and the same quarterback. His arm strength looks as strong as it's ever been. Um, Breeze seems to have the same mobility back there that he's always had. He's even smarter probably now than he was. Um, there's not a great deal different. Um, yeah, I, I, it, it, there's a lot to like. Oh, he's in a, he's in some kind of a groove right now. Hey, look, he Kevin. Sure if 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 there's anything going well for Tennessee, it's probably that defense. So, yes. It, with with the with that being said, um, if you had to guess, and I know that you'll have conversations with their staff here in the next 24 hours, um, what what do you see that Tennessee defense trying to take away from Drew Brees and the Saints' offense? I, I think that's a really maybe the game hinges on that, perhaps. Well, I, I think you're right because that's what that's what their their strength is, as you say. I, I don't know what you can take away. It, it's um, uh, they're developing different parts of the offense as we've seen, and that always makes it you know incredibly dangerous for any kind of team to try to you know zero in on one thing because I think Drew is so smart that he'll go to another option. So it's just kind of what whatever they're getting, you know, they'll try to get that running game going certainly to establish some kind of tempo to set up the pass. But I don't think they sit around and wait long to react. I think they, my sense is offensively that Sean and, and, uh, and Breeze are, are guys that would rather, you know, make the changes themselves on their own accord, worry about what they're doing and not really react to what the defense is doing because it is such a multifaceted offense and the quarterback is so smart and, and so adept at, at figuring out where the, the, the spots may be. Their line is solid with Tennessee. The defensive line is, is solid. I think their linebackers are pretty good. Maybe not the great quality they've had in the past, but, but they're pretty good. And the secondary, the familiar names that, that uh, most people that have been watching the, the Tennessee Titans for a couple years you know, recognize Michael Griffin, who's been in the league about uh, eight, nine years, and uh, Jason McCourty is back there. Um, they're going to get Parrish Cox back this week. He's missed a couple games with an injury, and he's a quality defensive back, so he comes back there. Um, it, it's a pretty solid – it's kind of a no-name defense. I mean, if you, if you set these names around the league, people go, who, what, you know, but, but for the most part, um, it, it's solid. And, and um, I, I think that the, the, the one thing that would probably be a concern is how a team reacts to a coaching change – Usually for that first game, as we saw with Dan Campbell down in Miami, is pretty positive. They come out and they play hard and they play strong. And I anticipate that if uh, Mariota is back in particular and they had trouble running the ball, this is not a good running team, so they're going to have to rely. But now they've lost one of their top receivers. Um, You know, I just don't know what he'll, what more he'll bring against the Saints defense, which which I like. I I like some of the parts and. Uh, I've always been a Kenny Vaccaro fan. I like what he does at that safety position. Um, you know, if Browner can stay out of trouble with his penalties, you know, that's always a benefit too. But uh, but a new coach always seems to spark a team. They'll play emotionally, obviously, and I think they'll play well. I think it'll be a, uh, a solid game. It won't be as high scoring as last week, certainly against the Giants, but I think it will be a solid game. Oh, no, I, I, I agree with you there. I don't think we're going to see 52-49 to 49 on the board. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um... That was fun to watch. That was that was uh, in watching the tape this week. That was really enjoyable to see all that scoring and the precision of of really both offenses. That was and the quarterbacks were just at the very top of their game. That was it was fun to watch. Oh, uh, the crowd was in the throes, uh, as they say, watching that thing. I bet. Yes, I bet. Kevin Harlan with us here. He'll have the play by play on CBS uh, this weekend. Rich Gannon, right? You and Rich on Sunday. Oh Kevin? yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, yes, indeed. So, uh, Richard, we ride that horse very strong. Richard's our leader, and and uh, he, um, he he studies his tape about his mice. I think I think he is, uh, you know, from a football standpoint, he probably knows more football and, um, than than a lot of the analysts out there. He uh, he studies thoroughly as he did when he played. He he made sure that he he always he had always had a saying. He said, "I I want to know more than the coaches." He said he always prided himself in knowing. Uh, certainly as much, but more than the coaching staff that was getting him prepped for the game coming up that week when he was a Raider quarterback. So it took him all the way to the Super Bowl, took him to an MVP uh, individually, and he prepares the same way with CBS. So it's a real pleasure and honor to work with Rich. No doubt about it. Um, You and I are both NBA guys. I've got Pelicans-Hawks tonight and then uh, Mavericks-Pelicans tomorrow before I see you on Sunday. I know that you just got off of an NBA assignment um, give me your give me your favorite storyline here. First two weeks of the season, Kevin Harlan on the NBA side. While I've got you, well, uh, let's see. I guess you know Golden State seems to be pretty. You know they're off to a terrific start. You just saw them down there playing the the Pels. I I don't know. Um, you know I, I I think New Orleans is is a compelling story. I, I uh, Anthony Davis and a new coach. You know I've known. I've known uh, I've known that that scenario for a very long time. I love Alvin. I've, I've known him when he's when he back at Kansas, so we go back a long time. I um, uh, but but Golden State probably is a defending champion. It's always going to be a story. I think anytime they play the Clippers, uh, that's that's always great. Uh, Lamarcus Aldridge getting his feet wet in San Antonio. Derrick Rose trying to regain his form in Chicago. LeBron and Cleveland, um, you know, kind of a new feel, I think, with the New York Knicks. And just because they are in New York, you always got to recognize and appreciate that story. Um, uh, you know, there, there are great stories all over the NBA. I, I, find, I find that most teams have compelling, you know, stories to tell. And I, uh, I enjoy it. Last night we saw Oklahoma City up here in Chicago. And, and Oklahoma City is uh, loaded, uh, but they lost the game. In fact, they've lost three in a row now after starting 3-0. Yeah. So that's... And they got a new coach with Billy Donovan, a college coach from Florida, now is the coach of Oklahoma City, and how that transition goes from college to pro. So uh, great stories all over the NBA. We're only a little more than a week into it, but it's, uh, it's, I'm sure down in New Orleans you folks can appreciate a team that's going to be in the conversation late in the year. That's always fun. Yep, helpful factor in. You know that as well as anybody else. Um, sure. Well, there might be the, the three busiest guys in broadcasting might be Kevin Harlan, Kenny Albert, and Ian Eagle in no particular order. We're, we're really lucky to have you this weekend. I appreciate it, Kevin. And, uh, try and Great to be on. Trying to, try to remember what your room number is uh, somewhat throughout the week, since this is probably your, like your fourth city of the week. So good luck I on that front. You. Well, you know, you travel. I, I cannot <laughs> tell you how hard that is. I, I have got to write down a piece of paper and stick it in my pocket to know where I am. Uh, because I do get mixed up. I'm not a very bright man at all, and uh, and I need as much help as I can get. So I've, I've learned how to write that number down on some small piece of paper and keep it in my pocket so I know where the heck I'm going. If I had crumbs, I would use crumbs, but I know they'd be gone, so I use paper instead. This is true. This is true, because other broadcasters and media people would see those as free crumbs and would scoop them up behind you. You would never have a chance. So. Yes, yes. Kevin, safe travels. We'll see you here on Sunday. Look forward to it. Take care, and thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Our pleasure, to say the least. Kevin Harlan with us on the Black and Blue Report. Game day, almost every day this weekend. Back in a moment. Life is busy. You need health care that can keep up. At Auctioner, we get that. So we've made our care more schedule-friendly, like offering same-day appointments. Need a primary care physician, a pediatrician, an OBGYN? 
We'll get you in to see someone today. Many of our specialists are available the same day, too. And with health centers all over Greater New Orleans, there's bound to be one near you. Many are open late and on weekends for your urgent care needs. And if it's something serious, Auctioner has you covered with nationally ranked care for your most complex conditions. Want additional convenience? Now you can make appointments with many of our physicians on our website. And once you become an Auctioner patient, you'll be able to do even more online, like email your doctors, see test results, and refill your prescriptions, all with a simple click. Make an appointment today at auctioner.org or call 866-AUCTIONER. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind. Join your New Orleans Pelicans on Friday, November 6th at 7 p.m. at the Smoothie King Center as the Atlanta Hawks face off against your New Orleans Pelicans. Come out and celebrate Pierre's Fraternity Party, where the kids can get autographs and pictures taken with their favorite local mascots. Tickets start as low as $16 for this fun-filled family event. So don't miss out on any of the action and call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to get your tickets today. It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. Let's preview tonight's uh, basketball game at the Smoothie King Center between the Pelicans and the Hawks. And to help us do that is the voice of the Hawks, Steve Holman, who uh, probably had a great night in our city last night. Hi, Steve. Any good stories from last night? Oh, well, you know, nothing spectacular. We had a nice dinner at Galatoire's, and then we went to the casino and uh, had an enjoyable time there, and uh, Mr. Dominique Wilkins and I made—I uh, think we we did all right. So <laughs> it was a nice night. I'd say so. How many NBA cities can you go to a place like Galatoire's and then hit the tables and walk out a winner? I mean, this has got to be one of your favorite stops, uh, really. Come on. It is. It always is. I wish we were here more than once a year because uh, it is one of my favorite stops. And, and to answer the question, no, there is no place where you can have a dinner like at Galatoire's and then go to a casino. So it's uh, it's it's a great stop. You should be here twice a year because the Pelicans should be in the East, but that's a whole other show, isn't it? Yes, exactly. <laughs> the Hawks own the NBA's longest winning streak, five. And now at 5-1, and one, it's a pretty good start, wouldn't you say? Well, it, it's been good. It was, uh, you know, they thought it might take a little while this year to incorporate the new guys and get, uh, you know, Tavo Cephalosha and uh, and Kyle Korver back uh, 100%. You know, neither one of them are playing on back-to-backs these days. So, uh, you know, that's something that's uh, slowed them down just a, a little bit. But, uh, you know, you talk about a five-game winning streak. You guys snapped our 19-game winning streak last year, if you remember. I do. It was the day after the Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yes. So, you know, I mean, yeah, the day after Alvin Gentry's birthday great. would be good. Wow, that, well, that is something. So, but, but you, know, to, you know, the season has gotten off to a good start, I think, as far as, you know, the Hawks are concerned because they, they've already played three road games. They're 3-0 and on the road. Uh, the only game they lost was the opening night at home when they uh, were kind of surprised by Detroit, which, uh, you know, Detroit seems to be a team that surprised a lot of people so far early. Uh, you know, they came out uh, – uh, throwing up those threes and and they they hit a bunch of them and I, I don't think we were quite ready for that opening night we kind of thought you know this is Detroit and they thought it was the old Detroit team maybe and just kind of rolled the ball out there but uh, but but after that though things have, have gone pretty well you know there's something to be said for consistency and uh, while that coaching staff has not been there all that long the core of your players Steve has been there a while they've grown together and they they seemingly have um, put it all together now in this new system yeah, they, they have his third year for Coach Bud and his staff, and 
you know, now he's team president and, you know, kind of calling the shots along with uh, our general manager, Wes Wilcox. And I think he's feeling a lot more comfortable now and, uh, you know, certainly coming off of the, the season that they had last year with 60 wins. I think everybody felt good about it. They've, they've added Tiago splitter to the, to the lineup and the rotation and he's, you know, starting to get his feet wet. But the, the great thing about that is that he already knows the system because of his time in San Antonio, his, his time with uh, with Coach Bud. So, uh, you know, he's fit in quite nicely. He's been a nice defensive uh, player to move in there. We've uh, somehow uh, thrown in the big lineup sometimes with uh, Paul Millsap, your local guy from here, and, uh, and Al Horford. The three of them across the front has been pretty formidable sometimes. That could be big tonight as the Pelicans are shorthanded when it comes to uh, big folks, that's for sure. Steve, the ball moves very well for the Atlanta Hawks. Are the assist numbers and field goal percentage uh, where Coach Bud wants them and that's why you're winning, or is there more to it? No, I don't, in fact, I don't think they're where they would like them to be. They, they haven't, their, their assists are a little bit down from last year, and the uh, field goal percentage is, has been slow to come around. Kyle Korver has struggled a little bit. Uh, because he hasn't played every game, uh, so uh, you know he'll. Pl- I'm not sure which one, but one of the two, either Kyle Korver or Tavo Stefalosha, won't play tonight, and then they'll play. The other one will play tomorrow night. The other one will sit. So uh, it's going to be that way for you know for a while. I think maybe through let's say the first of the year or whatever. I think that's the plan to get them healthy with both coming off the the surgeries. But uh, Kyle says he needs to get his rhythm back. You know, he had his uh, ankle turned up on by uh, Della Vadova last year in the playoffs and had surgery. And, you know, Tavo Cephalosha had to have surgery after his uh, incident in New York with the police up there. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a it's going to be a little bit of a grind early. But uh, the thing about Coach Bud is he says they always, you know, try to improve every day. And it's, you know, it's, for, for them, for the Hawks, I think it's kind of maybe even a little bit more than coach speak. They really they are, they, are, they have all bought into that, let's say. Yeah, you keep saying this word grind, but you're five and one. I think there are folks down here who would take that grind. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know. They haven't all been uh, cakewalks, though. You know, they've been close. They've, they've had a problem. Uh, they get leads, and they haven't been able to hold on to those. That's one of the things that they've been trying to work on recently. And uh, you know, there's the great thing about Coach Bud is there's always something. Uh, that that he wants to improve, no matter what the record is. I mean, you know, if you get complacent sometimes, even with that 19 game winning streak last year, they were always looking for something to to improve. So, uh, you know, I think uh, that's one of the things that that, that our guys have really uh, taken to and, and take that to heart. When you get your game prep finished up later today, give me a storyline or two that you want to use specifically for Atlanta, New Orleans tonight. Well, uh, I'm going to go with these streak breakers because we have the five game winning streak <laughs> you know that was one of the things i was going to talk about at the beginning tonight was the was that and the injuries for you guys i mean it's been unbelievable to start the season the way you guys have with all those uh, with the, all those injuries so uh you know but it is the nba and i think one of the things the, the hawks have to look at is you know not so much who's who's not there but uh, the big fella is still out there anthony davis who uh who i think is just incredible and i mean that's going to be one of my you know keys to the game tonight is to trying to figure out how to stop him but I, I think he's going to be terrific and I mean he already is terrific but I mean I think he's going to be you know one of the great stars in in the NBA before it's all said and done. He'll uh, he'll look to have a night tonight that's, that's for sure this is the Pelicans are still looking for their first win. Uh, Steve I hate to break this to you but the trade-off of a great dinner in New Orleans at Galatoire's and a winning night down at the tables uh, perhaps is a loss tonight for your basketball team. I don't know if you were aware of that when you came to town but but that's probably how this is all going to play out. 
that's always a possibility when you come to New Orleans. Uh, <laughs> very much like Atlanta, as far as uh, you know, guys seem to enjoy themselves when they come to these cities. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right, my friend. I will see you here at the gym tonight. All right, we'll be there with Belzac. Yes, sir. Yeah. Steve Holman calling the game tonight for those folks back in Atlanta. For the Hawks Radio Network, we'll see him later on this evening. Tip-off is at 7, and we'll continue on the Black and Blue Report in just a moment. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. From sunup to sundown, there's no end to the great time you'll have at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Join us November 4th through 8th at the Country Club of Jackson for a full course of action. From first class golf, to fan-pleasing fun, and of course, lots of 100% natural chicken. So don't miss a single stroke of excitement at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Visit SandersonFarmsChampionship.com for tickets today. What's up, Pelican fans? This is Anthony Mackey, a shorter, talented version of Anthony Davis, and you are listening to the Black and Blue Report. Go Pelicans! If you have any questions about the Pelicans game tonight uh, at home or the Saints game at home on Sunday, make sure you follow the official Twitter accounts of both the Saints and the Pelicans. I think a lot of times your questions might be answered with some tweets and then the push notifications that are coming through now on your Saints app and your Pelicans app. Uh, Everything from the traffic to the parking lot to where certain food is in uh, both the Smoothie King Center and the Mercedes-Benz Superdome are all being now fed through those apps. So, uh, as you get questions, well, you can always email me. I, you know, I, I don't give it out probably often enough, but if you need to, sean.kelly at pelicans.com or sean.kelly at saints.nfl.com, um, and I'll be happy to pass them along. Otherwise, uh, use those tools that are out there for you right now between the two teams. Saints and Titans kick at noon on Sunday. Pelicans and Hawks tonight at 7. Radio coverage at 6.30. Television coverage also at 6.30. And then kind of in between there, uh, amongst your LSU-Alabama watching tomorrow, keep an eye on the Pelicans as they take on the Dallas Mavericks in wrapping up their back-to-back. At this moment, so we record our podcast kind of midday and then get it out to you, Um, I don't have an answer for you on whether or not Drew Holiday is playing tonight or tomorrow night as he has those back-to-back restrictions. Um, we'll, We'll know more certainly when I visit with Alvin Gentry late this afternoon in taping our pregame interview for tonight, and we'll get it out to you as soon as possible. Let's end the week on a funny note, on a lighter note. Uh, It was a real treat for us to have Anthony Mackie, who plays Falcon in the Avengers slash Captain America movies. Uh, He's out in the new movie right now with Sandra Bullock. There's a holiday movie coming out with Seth Rogen. He's done like 40 films. You've seen him a ton of times. He's our own guy. He's a New Orleans guy. He's also a huge Saints and Pelicans fan. And so uh, in the midst of his most recent press junket, he wanted to catch a basketball game with his son, and we uh, coaxed him up to the broadcast booth on Tuesday night to join us for the uh, third quarter. And while we certainly were expecting him to promote his new uh, movies 
and to show his passion as a, as a fan, I think that we got a little more than we could bargain for. Anthony Mackie's new movie is out. Our brand is Crisis yeah. with Sandra Bullock. It opened this past weekend. He's got two more movies coming out before the end of the calendar year. Two or three more movies coming out of post-production at the start of 2016. We'll talk about that in a moment. And he'll make his play-by-play debut here in just a moment. He's nervous for the first time in a long time, I can first tell. First time in a long time, man. Now Gordon feeds Babbitt sideline left. Back it up to Eric. Angle left three. That's three. Wow, right in the kisser. That's what we need. Give him a timeout. And a quick timeout at that for Give Orlando. Give him a timeout. You can't start with five straight out the locker room. <laughs> Tell me about this new film with Sandra Bullock, which is shot here in New Orleans. Yeah, we it? shot it in New Orleans and Puerto Rico. It's called Our Brand is Crisis. And it's basically, um, it's basically uh, James Carville, once he got out of politics, had like a political strategy company. And uh, they hired him and his guys to come down to Bolivia and help uh, this presidential candidate to get elected. Uh, George Clooney was developing it for himself. Then Sandra Bullock called him and was like, look, why can't this be a woman? And he said, I don't know. It, it can be. <laughs> so they reworked it, and here we are. Sandra Bullock is one of the few that could probably make that phone call. 100%. I know I couldn't make that phone call. All right, so <laughs> that's out now <laughs> and very timely with the election cycle now. For definitely, the definitely. What's coming out this weekend then? Uh, I have another movie coming out with um, Seth Rogen and Joseph Gordon-Levitt oh, called um, – um, well, it was called Xmas when we shot it in yeah. New York. It's the now, night before now. Now it's called The Night Before. And it's basically three guys on a ridiculous night of debauchery through New York City during Christmas. Now, that's acting for you because you never act I've like never that. I've never done that. Right. I would no. never do that for Christmas. You are passionate about the Pelicans and I the Saints, am, aren't man. you? I am, man. I am. I am. A, I am a New Orleans sports fan. I feel like we have the best city in the world. We should have the two best sport franchises in the world. By it the is. way, all pro athletes want to be movie stars. Yeah. Do movie stars want to be oh, pro athletes? Oh, you have no idea, man. <laughs> you have no idea. If Alvin called me out right now and said, suit up, I'm on the court right now. Well, if Babbitt can't go, we're going to be down to eight, and we're going to need you. I'm ready, man. I got, quarter high tops. I got on my high top straight full court. I've been doing my uh, cardio. What's easier, broadcasting NBA basketball or flying in a movie with Captain America? Uh, flying in a movie. This is by far the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> no. Because I'm about to start calling out numbers. 33 to 42. 42 goes into AD. AD with a dog. I'm, I'm <laughs> I appreciate you keeping it rated PG. This is John and I were just talking earlier about Dr. King Day in January. The Pelicans play at Memphis, which is yeah. a very special event yeah. on Dr. King's Day on that Monday. And, and John was deciding, you know, look, that's a holiday. We're celebrating maybe a day where we're off. Instead, though, he's thinking, but we're also honoring Dr. King's legacy by making that a very special day in the NBA. So I think that's a win-win. Yeah. I think that's a win-win. The, the greatest way to you know, pay tribute is to honor someone, you know, and I think that's a, that would be a win-win. I would love to be there. Now, for the movie, did you get an opportunity to do any of the speeches? Because I know there's been a little friction with the family, the children, in terms of the speeches. Well, no, I mean, you know, the thing is with playing, you know, when I was a kid, there was this uh, TV movie uh, where about Dr. King that literally. Paul, Paul Winfield, huh? Paul Winfield, one yeah. of the greatest actors mm -hmm. to ever uh, grace us with his presence played Dr. King, and I've been kind of apprehensive about playing Dr. King for the past seven years because of Paul Winfield. I knew I couldn't do it better than him. But now, you know, being an older man, you know, once you get old, 
<laughs> what do you see the world in a different way? Like now. Tell, tell me what it'll be like, <laughs> Anthony. You know. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Anthony. Since you're yep. now a veteran of superhero movies, um, can Scott Skiles play Lex Luthor in the next Superman movie? You know, if, if not Lex Luthor, he can definitely play. Um, um, uh, Professor not, X. Professor X. Okay. I'm like, not Magneto. <laughs> Professor X. He can definitely give us some Professor X. <laughs> He's got that thing shined up. He's looking good. He's looking good, But man. when he gets mad like he just did come off the bench, he could also be a supervillain. So yeah, just... now his whole head is red. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got to line up my movie going here because I like to do that on the road trips. Okay. So political first, right? Our brand is crisis. Right. And then the night before. Right. Yep. That's, that's, coming back. that's the holiday movie, right? No, no, no. Uh, yeah, Night Before. And yeah, then yeah. Love the Coopers. Love the Coopers is my other holiday movie. When Completely. did you shoot all this? Man, I got a lot going on. I got a lot going I don't sleep. Man, it's the hardest working man. <laughs> and, and he's at every game. He's at the Saints game the other day. Yeah. He's at the Pelicans game. That's when I saw Anthony the other night. Lou Schumann, our director of broadcasting, grabs me in the hallway. Reminds me, hey, Anthony's here. And, and I dared you to come do play-by-play, play and you delivered. Oh, I'm with it, man. Okay. I All am right. with it. All right. Brought your son with you? Yeah, yeah. That's little, little Anthony Jr. And, right and there. And you have a new baby, don't you? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have little Anthony here. McCoy is sitting there watching the game, trying to figure out what's going on. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. There it is. Douglas with the ball. Douglas moving it into the paint. Looking for AD. Decides to take it himself. Pops it out to Anderson for the three-pointer. Anderson takes the shot. Net! Net! Buckets! Anderson giving us buckets. Here's Anderson for three. Anderson with and a long three. One. Give him a timeout. Scott Styles about to tackle somebody. It's a problem on the Orlando Magic bench. That nasty step back. Nine. Only thing you can do is tackle him. Nine for Anderson. Here's Ola, or Watson. Oh, no. no. Three ball, sideline right, and he's fouled on the miss by Tony Douglas. Douglas and the Pelicans fans can't believe it. That ref know he got to uh, get out of here, huh? Don't be careful here. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta do this on Friday. You'll be, you'll be promoting a movie. Yeah, I'm out of here. I, I'm that ref know he got to yeah. get out of here. Adam Silver be sending the fine. Yeah. <laughs> Make we sure you write down your forwarding address before you go, so I can send you the bill. You don't call no bad files in Mid City. Oh, oh, oh! They're fighting for the ball. Oh, New Orleans steals the ball. Throws it out, outlet to Douglas. Douglas, finger rolling two. At the horn. That's what we need. They're going to take a look. Oh, you can look at that all day. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a fun way to end the week. And hopefully, uh, Mr. Mackey, myself, and you will be pleased with a weekend that uh, could, could lock up three wins for our teams. Two for the Pelicans, one for the Saints. They'd all be big. And then we'd have a great show for you on Monday. That's when we'll see you next on this podcast. The Monday edition of the Black and Blue Report is yours sometime afternoon central on Monday. No appointment radio, so no worries. You can catch it whenever it's best for you. For Daniel Salerson and all his hard work this week, and for all of our numerous guests, including Kevin Harlan today from uh, CBS, and for Steve Holman from the Atlanta Hawks, I'm Sean Kelly. Go Saints. Go Pelicans. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back next week. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report. Do you